welcome to another episode of Broadcast His Love. We're with my friend, Erin Wilmer. She is an author, speaker, financial advisor. And just this February, she released her book, God's Chocolate Chips, Daily Doses of Heaven's Chocolate to Sweeten Your Life. Hey, Erin. Hi. 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 Hello, everybody. Hi, Ricky. Thank you so much for having me on. Oh, well, I'm so happy that you're on. So uh, a little context so people know, Aaron and I serve on the Perdido Key Chamber Board. Basically, it's a beautiful beach town, okay? It's just absolutely magnificent, and we're on the board together. So that's how we know each other. And when I first met Aaron, her light just about her, I mean, I was just like, I love her. We need to be friends. I love you, Aaron. Like, you're so... Um, you're just driven by Jesus, and you can tell. You know, it's so great. So... Um, thank you for being on this podcast today and sharing with us your story. So uh, I also read online, I, we were talking before this podcast started recording about all this reading I did about you, Aaron, online, and it said that you're a Pensacola, Florida native, right? Right. Born and raised Pensacola. I grew up over uh, um, on the west side. Um, I'm a graduate from Washington High School. And um, as soon as I graduated from high school, I joined the Navy at 17. Wow. And served 24 years in the United States Navy. Wow. Do you mm -hmm. think living in Pensacola kind of took you to the Navy? Because I mean, the for people who don't know, Pensacola is the cradle of US naval aviation. So like, we've got the Blue Angels. I mean, you talk, we've got this amazing museum, be two beautiful bases, one in Milton, one in Pensacola, and then Quarry Station. Um, but yes, yeah, so why did you choose the Navy? Well, that is an interesting question. I would I would love to say that it was the Blue Angels in the Navy town, but actually it was the Navy recruiter um, that just really kind of took time with me and um, really answered my questions and made me feel really comfortable about my decision to go into the Navy. I looked at all of the branches of service and the Navy recruiter, I tell you, um, was just really really persuaded me on the Navy. And, um, and that's, that's really how I made my decision. Wow. And then you ended up spending 24 years serving our country. 24 years. Yep. W would not, would not trade it for anything. Really? Did you get sent to a bunch of places? I did. I did. I, I would have to say the most memorable place that I got sent to. And this is when I made a life decision. Um, my first duty station was Barbara's Point Hawaii, woohoo, right? Oh my goodness, that would be amazing. <laughs> that it was, it was absolutely amazing. But shortly after me checking into my squadron, I learned that we were going to be going on deployment, oh. and deployment we pack up our entire squadron and we go work somewhere else for six months. And that first deployment was Adak, Alaska. Oh wow! And so you know the state of uh, of Alaska, right? Right, the big right. State where there's a couple of dots on down the side and about that third dot, that's yeah. a, <laughs> okay. Okay, cool. Um, that, that was my very first duty station. So I would say that was probably the most interesting place I ever went. And that is where I decided I would not be a smoker because you had to go outside in the cold. It's amazing how God uh, uses our experience to just make us better humans. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> oh, that's so amazing. So you went to Alaska. Can you, do you have any other cool places you'd like to share with us that the Navy took you? Um, I 
I, I did deployments in um, Alaska. I was, I'd served in three different uh, war contingencies. So I was in Desert Shield, Desert wow. Storm, Operation Iraqi Freedom. So wow. I, I experienced all of those during my, my tours. And um, I, t I tell you, I've, I've met people that I will love the rest of my life. Um, it, it just, it just, it taught me a lot. The Navy was definitely my teacher. Well, and you're, you're so professional in our meetings. There's just something different about you. Not only just that you love Jesus, but that you're just very professional. Like, I mean, did the Navy teach you a bunch of things about how to carry yourself and, um, how to stand out in a crowd as far as just how you carry yourself and all of those things? Definitely. The military, the military, you know, I personally, and I know people probably wouldn't agree with me on this one, but I personally think every young person should spend at least two years in the armed forces or some type of service, right? Whether it be the police department, whether it be the fire department, whether it be in the hospital, but some type of service, right? Um, the country just to, just to learn some values other than ourselves, you know, right, the right. Military, forces you to think outside of yourself and to think about something larger than yourself and bigger mm -hmm. than yourself. And wow. so definitely it taught us how to dress, how to carry ourselves, how to speak, um, and always to represent the Navy well, you know? Right. Um, so it definitely taught you how to be professional. Definitely. Definitely. Well, and two, uh, we were talking a little bit before we started recording, but um, you have four children and I'm just like, I have two children right now and I'm like in over my head. <laughs> <laughs> ah, so with four, I mean, did God show you anything just like by having four children, did he show you something that you could pass on to other mothers that, I mean, I'm sure a lot of, <laughs> you could say like, okay, I have another book coming out, <laughs> one for each. <laughs> child uh no but like is there anything that you can say to like encourage moms who are listening well i would definitely say that um i would say two things one is make sure that you have mommy me time yeah right um mommy me time is so important because we have to rejuvenate ourselves in order to continue to give out okay. so make sure you take some time and don't feel guilty sometimes as moms we feel guilty that we need some mommy me time, but it should be a regiment. It should, it should be scheduled on our calendar. If you do it once a month, if you do it uh, once a week, but take some time out for yourself. Right. And so I would say definitely have your mommy me time. And then the third, the second thing I would say is um, what has helped us with the children now, if they're older and they have personalities and opinions right. mm -hmm. is um, the, the five love languages of children. So okay. that is a book by um, uh, Day, uh, Gary Chapman. He did the five love languages, but they have a series of five love languages of chi uh, children, the five love languages of teenagers. And, and to know your children's love languages shows you how to minister to them in a way that they can receive it. And That's so that has been a, it has been a very um, helpful tool in our relationship as husband and wife, and then as, as parents to our children. It has just done volumes for us. So I would highly recommend reading that book. 
That's interesting. So with the kids, not to spoil the book, but I've read the five love languages for couples is the one for kids. Is it the same thing about um, acts of service, gifts, physical touch, um, uh, quality time? Did, did I already is. say that? Yeah. Anyway, is it the same kind of thing? It is, but then it shows you how the children, um, how they respond and some things that you can do on their level for okay. them to receive it. So um, right. one of our kids is physical touch like I am. And okay. so we hug and we, we cuddle <laughs> all the time where dad is not a physical touch person. Okay. And so he has to make an effort to hug and, and cuddle with that child because that's their love language. Right. Oh my goodness. Yes. So our toddler, I don't know, is it, are they too young to already have a love language? My um, almost two-year-old, do they have a love language? I don't, no, I don't, I don't think because they, um, they're going to communicate love in their love language. So okay. if they're always wanting to spend time with you, Right. Or, um, if they're always, if, if one is always saying, mommy, I love you. You're great. Yeah. Mom, Mom, you're the best. You know that that child's love language is, is words of affirmation because they're constantly telling you and, and affirming you, you know what I mean? So they're going oh. to communicate love in their love language, which is so beautiful, right? That is so cute. Oh my gosh. I can't wait for all that stuff. Like that's, <laughs> That's so exciting. Uh, yeah, I think my toddler, my oldest, I think he's physical touch because he likes to tickle. Like, that's his thing. He's like, okay, let's just tickle. I'm like, okay. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> he's so cute. And then he giggles. Oh, it's so great. Being a mom is, is so fun. So, um, and it's very hard. But anyway, no, I wanted to ask you more about God's Chocolate Chips. So this is your new book and it came out this February. And the cover is amazing. It's raining chocolate chips. Tell us a little bit about the cover of your book. Oh my goodness. This is, this is such a beautiful story. So when I was trying to decide the title of the book, I, I was kind of fussing with God about, you know, Lord, I want it to be something, you know, catchy and I want it to draw people's attention. And I was kind of fussing that um, chicken soup for the soul was already taken, you know, right. so I'm just kind of fussing about it. And, um, and so I kind of went on my day and, and you know how they have those name tests on Facebook, where right? It asks you a question, you click on the button. So this particular day, the question was, what is your, what is God asking your guardian angel about you today? Mm. And I thought, hmm, what is God asking my guardian angel about me today? So I clicked on the button and it says, God is asking your guardian angel, how are you doing on your weight loss journey? And okay, okay so I struggle with my weight, right? So this oh, is yeah, like me too. me, right? <laughs> right. And, um, and so the guardian angel's response was, God, she's not doing too well because she loves chocolate too much. <laughs> and immediately I knew that my book title had to have some type of chocolate in it. Oh, I love so, it. And so um, we were sitting around my grandmother and uh, my spiritual mother, we were kind of sitting around and we were tossing around some ideas about what the title could be. And, and then um, uh, one of them said, God's chocolate chips. And I said, yes. that's it. That's it. And then when he gave me the vision of the book cover, it, it was like chocolate chips were like just coming out of heaven. It was like, they yes. were just falling every way. I love it. And 
And so when I told the designer, I said, it's like chocolate chips are coming out of heaven. You know, that was my <laughs> explanation of what I saw. And so when he created it, I was like, oh my goodness, that's it. That's what I saw in my dream. That's it. That's the book cover. Oh, and so, isn't that beautiful? How good I love God. it. Oh, he is just so awesome. You know, I just wouldn't trade him for anything in the world. I just wouldn't. Yes. And I love this, the second, I don't know if you call it the second line of your book, but it says, so the whole full title is God's chocolate chips, daily doses of heaven's chocolate to sweeten your life. And it's 31 different days of daily devotionals and life is sweet, right? Like everybody says life is sweet. And just the 31 days part of it. I love that because you're just like taking people back each and every day, um, you know, of the 31 that you're telling them about Jesus and, um, and it's just sweet. Like, I just love how it's like, um, to sweeten your life, mm -hmm. such a cute little line. So, well, how did you get to, um, write this book? How did that all come about? Um, well, it, it was back in 2017 and I was getting a facial and I was, I don't know what I was struggling with in my life at that point, you know? Um, and I, I remember just in my mind, I was laying on the table and the lady was just kind of fussing at me about not keeping my skin clean. And she was telling me all of these terms that I didn't understand. And you got to do this, and you got to do that. And as she was talking to me, my mind just immediately went, and this is day one of the book, but my mind just immediately went to God, like, Lord, if this lady is talking to me about my facial, my, my natural face, you know, yeah. What are you saying to me about my spiritual life? You know, what, what, how are you telling me that I need to come and lay on your table and allow you to clean my pores out from, you know, when I've been hurt and when I've been disappointed and when I've been let down, you know, how many times should I come to you and let you clean me out right. spiritually, you know? And right. so, and I wrote that out and I showed it to my husband and he's like, oh my goodness, Erin, you've got to write a book about these. And I'm thinking, what? <laughs> But that, that was really how it, how it started. And um, I think that my, my main motive, Ricky, was just to, I wanted people to know that God was not far, far away. Like, you know, right. sometimes you think God is just this, 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 this supreme being, which he is, you know. Right. And, um, and he's, he's, he's way up there and we're way down here. But the, but the thing about God that I love is he wants to be right here with us in everyday life. And he is. Mm -hmm. um, and so I wanted to reveal that God to people. I wanted people to know that God is, he's up close and he's personal and he cares about every little detail of our life. You know, I just yes. wanted to show them a more intimate God. Yes. I love that. And it's so tangible, like he's so tangible. And oh, I love that. I can't wait to read it. I'm going to get it. My aunt actually got your book and I need to like see if, how she's doing with it. But yeah, I, um, I'm going to get your book and it's on Amazon, right? Amazon, Barnes and Noble. Um, oh, yeah. books. It's, it's everywhere that books are sold. It, we just recently got it listed on walmart.com, which I'm really oh, excited about that. Um, but yeah, it's everywhere that books are sold. And, um, it, I think that that people are really surprised when they read it because the stories are so down to earth and so much about everyday life that it just pulls them in and they can't, put, I've heard people have told me, I can't put it down. I've already read five days and, <laughs> and, 
and it put pressure on me to write volume two because I'm like, wait right. a minute, it's supposed to take you 30 days. You know? Exactly. Slow down, slow down. Exactly. <laughs> well, that's like with the chicken soup books. They have multiple books. So, hey, maybe your <laughs> friends are, God's using them to encourage you to keep going and not stop writing. So, that's great. Um, yeah. well, yes. And two, I wanted to talk about with your love for God and with your new book and with your military experience, you shared something on Facebook Live the other day that moved me. And I was just like, this is it. You shared 2 Corinthians um, 13 verses 5 through 9. And it was talking about getting check-in, like checking up with Jesus. Like, where are you at with your faith? And would you mind kind of just teaching us and walking us through what you were talking about in that Facebook Live? It was so encouraging. Um, sure. So I, 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 um, I wanted to just, you know, I, I, I want to get on every morning and give some, give people tools that, that can help them through their Christian walk. And, um, and so God led me to start doing a Facebook live every morning at 6am. And, um, we just, we go over a scripture a day and we just kind of dissect that scripture. And so this particular scripture, you know, with everything that's going on in our country and it's a lot of finger pointing and it's a lot of division and it's a lot of, you know, different views and different opinions. And, um, and so God was just really just saying to, for us to just kind of do some self-examination. And I use it when, when I was in the military and how we were required every year to get an annual physical and we had to go in and get you know get our vitals taken get our blood work done and they check our urine and um, our weight our height you know our vision our teeth I mean just a full physical and it was required like it was mandatory that you had to do it and if you did not do it they would get someone to escort you over to medical and sit with you until you got that physical done and so, um, and I was just sharing that uh, one of the translations, it, it, in the, it's the passion translations. It says, now your souls will be strengthened and healed if you hold steadfast to your faith. Haven't you already experienced Jesus Christ himself living in you? If not, you're deficient. And another, uh, the voice translation, examine yourselves, check your faith. Are you really in the faith? Right. Do you still Know that Jesus, the anointed one, is in you. And so when whenever we have these these um these world events happen around us and, mm -hmm. and, and we're passionate about them, sometimes we can find ourselves moving away from the faith. And we right. we get more focused on those those uh those movements and those 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 things that are going on and and we kind of lose sight of Jesus and in our whole mission as Christians, mm -hmm. which is the gospel. Yeah. So I just wanted to just encourage everybody to just kind of go and do a self checkup and just examine ourselves to make sure that we're still in the faith, that we're still pushing Jesus, that we're still talking about the gospel, because sometimes other noises can be louder than the gospel. And we don't want that to happen. We don't want that to happen. Right. Well, and when I went back and read this verse or the scripture, second Corinthians 13, five through nine, it, you know, it's test yourselves to make sure you are solid in the faith. Don't drift along taking everything for granted. This, that's the message version. Um, mm -hmm. We're all saying the same thing, but all, anyway, all that to say, um, when I first read that, I thought, oh my goodness, am I, am I okay with my faith in God? Like, 
is everything fine? Like, God, are we okay? Is everything going good according to how you want it to? You know, I got kind of insecure, which is a little strange, but maybe somebody else out there feels the same way. Um, and I looked the scripture up online and it was just saying um, that as you read this, if you question this or that, like just pray about it and ask God, you know, test me, God, make sure that I am solid in the faith. Like pray that the verse says, test yourselves to make sure you're solid in the faith, but pray like, Lord, use me, test me. Like, am I solid in the faith? Am I seeking you out? Like make me the best today. Sweeten my life today. (laughs) I'm seeking you um, wholeheartedly and diligently and um, yeah, just seeking your righteousness. So Anyway, when you said that scripture, it was like, what a timely uh, verse to share. Uh, test yourselves, make sure you're solid in the faith. And it's so easy to look at, you know, what's going on in the news or what's going on with, I mean, yeah, in the news. I mean, come on, like <laughs> we've, we're in a pandemic and we've got, um, you know, protests that are turning violent. And so we just need Jesus now more than ever. And you're, mm-hmm. you've been posting on Facebook about, um, you know, like Jesus is still the answer. Jesus is still the answer, right? Isn't that what you, um, something that you posted the other day? I've been oh, stopped yeah. on Facebook. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, I think as believers that we, we have to continue to lift up Jesus, right? Right. I think that um, we have to resist the temptation to lift up something more than we lift up Jesus. And, yeah. um, and, and, and he tells us to set our affections on things above and not things on the earth. And as disheartening as what we are going through as a country is, we still have to um, remain and, and continue in the faith and continue yes. um, believing that God is yet still in control. God is yet on the throne. Yes. And we believers, um, we just have to do some self-examination because a lot of times, Ricky, I'll tell you that we don't even know our true motives. We don't even know what's really down deep in our hearts until God begins to show us and expose us, you know? And so um, I think that that's really what this scripture is saying is, is to have that intimate relationship with God that even if it's something, um, uh, disheartening and uncomfortable, we still go to God and say, Lord, I, I, I just, I, I want to please you above anything else and yeah. examine me, test my heart, show me my ways that are not pleasing to you so I can fix them. I can correct them. You know, I can apply your word to my life. And, um, yes. and, and that's the intimate relationship that God is, is longing for with us, you know? Yes. Oh, that's beautiful. Wow. That was amazing. Like preach. I feel like people who are listening, if you're uh, going on a walk or in your car or whatever, like (laughs) that was amazing. That was awesome. Erin, thank you so much for that encouragement. And um, at the end of the day, you guys, I just, I hope in this podcast that we are bringing you back to God's word because, you know, we don't want to be a motivational speech by any means, but um, we're, we're trying to just take you back to God's word. Cause that's where truth is found. And that's yes. where he defines who we are. And like, if you read it, you'll find out how cool you are and, and how great God is and how he designed you and just all the things that it just make life with God so much better. Like it's, it's harder when you choose Jesus. I don't know if you feel that way, Aaron, but like, I felt like right after I became a Christian, like life didn't get easier a lot of things were exposed in my life where it's like, I have to work on this, you know, 
but it gets better because he's molding and shaping you. I don't know if it's kind of like the military, how they mold and shape you, but that's what God does when we're like willing and ready to just like go with him, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I was like excited. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no, you're fine. You're fine. My pastors say that we're light poles, like we're light posts and we're pointing people to Jesus. Yeah. and, um, and at, and at any point we, we should be pointing them to Jesus, Jesus, no, no matter what, you know? Right. Um, and I think that that's the, um, this, the, the walk with the Lord can be difficult at times, but I cannot imagine, I cannot imagine life without him. Right. You know, I look at my life when I did not have him in my life and, Oh my goodness. I was, it was so, I was just, I was just not in a good place. I was not, I was not a, a, a good person. I was selfish and self-centered and, and, um, full of hurt and, and resentment and bitterness and anger. And it was so many things that, um, that I would choose myself over other people, you know, right. I, it just, so I, I just don't, I don't want to live a day without God in it. I just don't. Right. Yeah. That's so good. Well, if people want to connect with you, I know you have a Facebook page, how an Instagram and a YouTube channel. So (laughs) tell everyone (laughs) how they can connect with you and yeah, let's connect with Aaron. Um, so I, uh, I do the morning devotions uh, Monday through Saturday, 6am on my Facebook page, Aaron edifies. Okay. My personal Facebook is Erin Wilmer, and I try to post something motivational and encouraging every day on that. Um, my Instagram is Erin Edifies as well, and my okay. Twitter is Erin Edifies. Okay. Um, yeah, I need to get you on Instagram. Okay, and then you have YouTube as well, right? I do have YouTube, and my YouTube channel is under my name, Erin Wilmer. I'm still okay. trying to figure out that whole YouTube thing. <laughs> it's not easy. It's not. It's not easy. I, this is coming from a videographer. It's not easy. And it's always changing and there's always updates. And yeah, just stay the course. It's oh, YouTube is really good because it's just another avenue to reach people and um, a different demographic, you know, like Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, all have different target audiences and YouTube's just another one of those. So yeah, you, you're on it. You're on all the platforms. So that's awesome. Well, thank you, Erin, for your time. And I always pray at the end of our podcast that, uh, that we decrease and that God increases in our lives in Jesus name. I pray. Amen. Thank Amen. you. Thank you so much for having me, Ricky. This was such a blessing. Ditto. Thank you for your time and have a great day. Okay, my dear. All right. Bye-bye. I love Erin. She brings light to so many different situations and she brings us back to that scripture, 2 Corinthians 13, 5 through 9. And I'm going to read it out of the Message Bible. It says, test yourselves to make sure you are solid in the faith. Don't drift along taking everything for granted. Give yourself regular checkups. You need firsthand evidence, not mere hearsay, that Jesus Christ is in you. Test it out. If you fail the test, do something about it. I hope the test won't show that we have failed. But if it comes to that, we'd rather the test showed our failure than yours. 
We're rooting for the truth to win out in you. We couldn't possibly do otherwise. And something I love that Erin did in her Facebook Live, you guys follow her um, daily messages if you're looking for encouragement. It's live, but then she posts it so you can see it throughout the day. Um, it's really good. She also shared it from different versions of the Bible. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please give us a review on Apple Podcasts. We love those five stars. We really appreciate them. And share this with your friends if you think this is something that they're into. And yeah, this book would be a great gift. The 31 Different Devotions of God's Chocolate Chips by Aaron Wilmer. You guys have a great week and we'll talk to you soon.